Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode, this one being 310. 310. It just sounds like a nice solid number. <laughs> solid numbers with the zeros at the end. It's sort of a, it's sort of like an unspoken uh, milestone in a, you know, in a numeric format. It's like five is the halfway point, but ten is you've reached a sort of uh, checkpoint. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, here's another checkpoint in the SLC Punkcast uh, repertoire, 310. Excellent. Well, there's a lot of things going on with SLC Punkcast, and for that matter, Punkanoi Worldwide. We are about a month away, a little over a month away from this show being six years. So not just the number mm. of episodes, which we're on, like, episode 416. That's how many episodes that we've actually put out. And uh, just on SLC Punkcast, that's not counting Punkanoi Worldwide. Punkanoi Worldwide will be turning four. SLC Punkcast, uh, SLC Punkcast will be turning six, both in May. So that's coming up. Uh, we did interview with Day Drinker. Like I said, I split it up into multiple parts. Uh, last week's episode, 309, mm -hmm. featured a portion of it. I did a bonus episode featuring a bunch of the bands that Day Drinker are in. Came out just a couple days ago. So check that out. That's another portion. And this upcoming weekend, I will probably get another part because I still have almost an hour's worth, <laughs> I think, uh, of interview left. So I'm going to go through some more of that. And we got some more of their bands to play. Now, for this episode, episode 310, we have an awesome interview with Spencer and Tyler of General Violence Conference. That's going to be here in Salt Lake. Yep. We'll be talking more about that as the show goes on because we're going to be playing several bands that will be playing that show. We have the interview. Uh, we'll be giving more details out about that as well. Yep. It was a lovely conversation with Spencer here in the studio and Tyler uh, uh, coming in through Zoom call while he's at work. And he works <laughs> at Aces High Saloon. So we got some great information from both of them and some... Uh, Background barroom banter. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Yep, I got the scoop uh, from what was going on. Apparently, it was this uh, crackhead lady <laughs> who was just being uh, it was just being rambunctious and like trying to buy drinks with only two dollars. <laughs> it was a whole thing. It was a really bizarre story. I'm like, damn, I missed the fireworks. Well, at least everybody's okay. <laughs> Uh, also, finally going through the website, you know, my focus has been on putting out the episodes for both Punkanoi Worldwide, as Spunk as well, doing some updates, uh, as you will hear at the end of the show, a few updates there, but doing updates on the website, went back through, I think it was prior to, it's like 2019, I think it was before, uh, I hadn't updated the portion of the website where our friends of the show, uh, all the pins on the map for all the interviews, since before Eric had joined the show. And Eric has been on the show more than the halfway mark, meaning mm -hmm. I was pretty far behind. <laughs> <laughs> the map's all caught up. Uh, I even have it updated for an interview that we have scheduled in a couple weeks. Have mm -hmm. the interview today. Uh, there's another portion on that Friends of the Show page below the map. <laughs> I still got to go back through there. I've at made additions to where it was. 
I'm making more additions. We'll get more of that stuff posted on the social medias, and you can see that. Go check that out. Go support the bands that have been on the show. All of that stuff. And now, we're finally ready for this episode. When I say we, I mean me. (laughs) Got all that fun stuff out of the way. Let's get into the new music. The list is still long because the 31st was an enormous release date. I'm sure next week will be big because Bandcamp Friday is this upcoming Friday, people. 4-7 is Bandcamp Friday. So if you hear anything on the list that I've got, the list that Eric's got, go put them in your, your cart and check out on Friday. Give the bands more dollars. Uh, we're going to start on the 25th, about 10 days ago, uh, with an international tribute to the Dicks that's out, out on Take the City Records. It's called Lifetime Problems. On the 25th also, a couple of UVPR releases over there in France with Claim Choice, their 7-inch, Fractures, Purgatoire, both EPs. The Dog Shit Boys releasing Raw Archives, uh, Raw Archives Dash Exhumed from the Vaults, Volume 2, live at... Etalasu Malinen Asakunta. It was from back in 2001. <laughs> All right. What nope. in the hell language is that? I don't know. Go, go check out the dog shit, boys. Raw Archives is out. It was back from 2001. On the 27th, Still Defiant, they released The Stubborn Few. Brassic released. Safety is the Problem, which is a single. Booze and Glory released a new single, a tribute to the analogs called Latarnia. Latarnia. Latarnia, there you go. Uh, The Truth, they re-released their tracks. It's called Six and Out. It's an EP. Awesome band out of Australia. Uh, I forgot how much I really enjoyed that band. They had a two-track release and a four-track release. They put all those together. You can listen to them on Spotify. I think they're going to try to put them on a release. Six and Out. You get it? They did six tracks, mm. and the band's out, because the last release came out in, like, 2017. But uh, <laughs> those tracks are pretty awesome. I recommend checking out The Truth. On the 29th, Bad Optics released Raid, which is a single. We played that last week. On the 29th, there were four releases on Mendeku Discock, and that is based out of Spain. Oh, maybe it's Basque Country. I forget. But Anemic Interior released two, which is an EP. Resilience released the self-titled 7-inch. Terre Nueve released the self-titled 7-inch. Collapse released the self-titled 7-inch. They're all really good, but I definitely recommend checking out Collapse. That's C-O-L-L-A-P-S. It's on Mendeku Discock. You can find that on Bandcamp. Get out there. I would support that one for sure. Going to be coming up over on Punkanoi Worldwide. I'm going to be playing this track, Bankrupt. Idiot Tax, as Bankrupt from Hungary does, they release a track and they put it in English and they put it in Hungarian. So I'll be talking more about that. That came out on the 30th. The Barstool Preachers released Above the Static on Pure Noise Records on the 31st. Also, uh, Sam I Am released Stowaway on Pure Noise Records on the 31st. Also, this- if there's a band that you should buy from on Bandcamp Friday, it's Barstool Preachers because they just got their shit stolen. I know, I saw that. It's bullshit. Somebody came in and stole their money out of show. Yeah, like pretty much everything. Stole the money and uh, I guess the merch, too. They stole the merch. I only saw they stole the money. That's terrible. Oh, man. Love those guys. Just put out the track if you're looking over on Punkinoy Worldwide for the weekend because it was new release. Uh, yeah, get out there and support them. Eric's right. Go to Pure Noise Records. You can find both of those releases also, Melon Ball released Breathe on Thousand Island Records and Lockjaw Records. Faintest Idea released The Road to Sedition, which is an LP on TNS Records. Bad Blood released The Bad Kind of Sides EP on Flat Spot Records. 
Private function released, hello asshole, and I'm just going to say it that way, even though it's all the letters and numbers upside down and backwards. Remember we talked about that last week? Yeah. You, you, you figured that out. Private function, cool band though, I like it. Uh, Omnigon put out Against the Rest. Ill Communication put out Doomsday Brigade. We played a track off that a few weeks back. Stone Lions released New Year's Ghost, which is a single on P Records. Timmy's Organism released Lone Lizard. The Wild Throats released Get Wild EP. We'll be playing that on an upcoming episode. Lokami released Was Sol Die Ganze Scheiße single. Uh, Vapa Ma released Lopua Lama La Lama Iskin. Iksin? It's a single. It's on Combat Rock ind uh, Industry. I think that's out of Finland, I want to say. Uh, it's cool. You should check it out. Lightweight released The Next One's On You, which is an EP. JFA released Stage Dive, uh, which is a single. Heckle and Jekyll released The Judgment of the Crows on Pogo Records. Uh, Tarrega91 released Fil de la Merda on La Vida Es Un Amos Discos. The Offenders released Orthodoxy of New Radicalism. That's a full length. Cardinal Birds, great band out of Kiev in Ukraine. They released uh, Three Loaded Guns, which is a single. Uh, definitely get out there and support them. I will be playing that over on Punk and I Worldwide as well. Finally, on the 31st, this is just March. I got a few for April. Kings Never Die, they released Make Them Anymore, which is a single. That was on the 31st. Then on the 1st, Fool's Aaron put out Big Up the Impact. That's a really good full length. I recommend checking it out. No joke, no joke. Came out on the 1st, along with all these other ones. No joke. Uh, Battery March put out Future Pour Eu, uh, which is an EP on Premature Crew. That's a good EP. The Ruffies, we'll be playing them on an upcoming episode. Released uh, uh, Everywhere's an Island. Free Sergio released something in Israeli, and it's backwards. Like, even when I copied and pasted it and typed it, like, everything was backwards and working its way the other way, and I have no idea what those letters are. But Free Sergio is a cool band, so you can go check that out. They're on Bandcamp. Streetwise released Deuce Ez and Ikuztazin, uh, which is an EP. It's on Tough Ain't Enough Records. Good EP. 1983 released All Star, which is a single. Whatever 68 Radio and PP Promo Records released Whatever 6811 Year Anniversary Mix on the 1st. The Phase Problem released self-titled on Mom's Basement Records on the 4th. Coming on the 7th on Bandcamp Friday, it's kind of a small list. I'm sure it'll turn out to be quite big, and I'll talk about it next week. Scowl is releasing Psychic Dance Routine EP on Flat Spot Records. Knife Club's releasing Our Club, Our Rules on TNS Records. Frenzel Rome is releasing The Cup of Pestilence on Fat Records. Wolves and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves is releasing Curse, Curse, Curse. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'll be playing that on the next episode of Punkanoi uh, Worldwide. Is it really a curse? I think it's just an infection. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the Lamplights releasing Don't Forget to Leave It All Behind. That features the former singers of Larry and His Flask. Retarded is releasing I Follow My Pride, which is a single on Wicked Cool Records on the 7th. The Len Price 3 is releasing Chinese Burn EP on the 7th. And the last releases I'm going to cover will all be on the 14th of April, so in about nine days. Not is releasing Stop the World on Wiretap Records. Initiates releasing Cerebral Circus on Triple B Records. Wasting Times releasing Losing My Mind single on Disconnect Disconnect Records. Lucifer Star Machine is releasing Satanic Age. 
Kilmaine Saints is releasing same again tomorrow. X sharpens iron. Sorry, X iron. So it's iron sharpens iron, but it's X and then X at the beginning and the end. They're releasing engine number nine, which is a Deftones cover. That's a single. Ah, uh, yeah. That'll be awesome. Radio Crim Crimen is releasing Frankie on Demons Punk Records. Hunting Lions will be releasing Light, which is an EP to follow up their EP from last month called Dark. That's on Pirates Press Records. And finally, The Bug Club is releasing two LPs, both on the 14th, one called Green Dream in F uh, pound sign. What is that? In, what's the pound sign in, in musical notes? Uh, that means sharp. F sharp. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good thing Eric's here. And yeah. the other one's called Pure Particles. That's all I got. My list is incredibly long. I'm looking forward to the 31st coming behind us because that's such a fucking long, long list. Go ahead, Eric. You're up. What do you got? Okay, well, on the uh, 28th, Enforce released another single from their upcoming album, War Remains, this one called Starve. On the 30th, uh, the band Secret World released their first demo. On the 31st, Gel released their LP, Only Constant. And yes, apparently Bad Blood said The Bad Kind Decides is going to be released, but I checked on the Bandcamp, like, Flat Spot Records Bandcamp, and it still only has the two singles. No shit. Nothing else is available for streaming. Despite the fact that the date says on there, released on the 31st. So, Flat Spot, get your shit together. Yeah. yeah. Just so you know, Flat Spot, the 31st is coming gone. <laughs> yeah. I know. Is there a belated release? Come on. <laughs> All right. On the 3rd, uh, this song we'll be talking about in uh, due time, Drain released another single from, uh, from their upcoming album, Living Proof. Good, good things. A pretty interesting song. Uh, just... In regards to their, uh, you know, musical discography. But like I said, we'll talk to the, talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, on the fourth, Buggin' released All Eyes on You. That's a single. And uh, on the eighth, Villain will be releasing Time Takes Everything. Brand new release. And we will be talking to them after that release. Kind of a, yeah, spoiler. We'll be talking to Villain. Nice. <laughs> and on the 14th, Jesus Peace going to be releasing their LP, So Unknown. And... Yeah, I've listened to the singles. I played one of the singles on here. It was, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but I just remember it was heavier than all hell. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got so far. Now let's talk about some of the new releases a little bit more in depth. The first one we're going to talk about is the newest EP from Street Power. Street Power, they're a Boston hardcore band founded by uh, Chris uh, Cesarini in an effort to step out of his comfort zone and step off of playing guitar, uh, which was his forte and longstanding position in the hardcore bands he had played in since he was a teenager. And he decided to become a front man. I'm like, <laughs> hey, yeah, low pot, meet the kettle. <laughs> uh, except uh, we had a different axe. Anyway, their, their name, Street Power, it's actually in relation to uh, the protests that were happening around in and around Boston, and that it was a cool reference to things that they believe in uh, while sounding just slightly corny, uh, according to Cesarini. <laughs> and to show that, while they are serious about their messages and their lyrics, they don't take themselves too seriously. So, yeah, they are a little more approachable. Anyway, uh... So, yeah, they got the name, and what about the music? He sat down with, uh, I assume is their guitarist, uh, Matt Azevedo, and they threw around some ideas which resulted in their first EP coming to life. 
There are three songs that have all found new life on their newest release, along with the two songs from their subsequent demo. And some of them sound exactly the same. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I listened to them both back to back, and it's like, eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, one of the songs is Perfect World, and it's basically the flagship song on a promotional uh, Instagram video for their first EP, whose opening lyrics are displayed front and well, sort of off-center on its cover. It's like, won't bend to the world's desire. I'll light the match that sets it on fire. It's a fitting call to arms to open a song about protests. <laughs> and the promo video itself it features footage of uh, rioting and people jumping onto car cars, smashing in the windshields. It's a, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what you expect. And also, in an interview that Chris did for uh, No Echo, well, I don't know if he did a, an interview, but they, it was in this No Echo article talking about this band. <clears throat> and they referenced this, like they quoted him saying that the civil unrest and collapse of society really influenced these songs. Just how I see and perceive things, I can't make stuff up, though. I like to just draw from experience and let that speak for itself. So, yeah, basically, like, uh, if you take uh, uh, Blood for Blood and mix it in with Rage Against the Machine, you get <laughs> street power. Nice. So, yeah, that's a... Uh, and there was a bit of confusion uh, because the song Perfect World, which we will be playing... Uh, like I said, was on their first EP. Their sort of, their original self-titled EP. <laughs> and then the other two songs were on the following demo. And then they have one single that came out that is standing on its own. So the first five songs, technically, all got repurposed for this one EP. Their second official self-titled EP. So here we are, Perfect World in all of its glory. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. They got a lot to say. 
Yes. Yep. And if you're not satisfied with that track, there's four more where that came from. <laughs> so yeah, Street Power, one of the latest from uh, Boston's seemingly undying hardcore scene. They've been going strong since the 80s, and they haven't exactly slowed down. Hockey players, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're either like a straight edge hockey fanatics or they're drunken hockey fanatics. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's basically what that's basically what entails Boston. Either way, you're getting a pretty brutal subculture there. And yep, these guys just join the ranks. <laughs> nice. Anyway, that's all I got to say. What about you, Dustin? What have you got to say? I've got a lot of albums that I am working on getting to. A lot of releases, a lot of people reaching out. Uh, that's what I was getting to. Uh, really, you know, I've said I've been trying to get caught up. I've said this before. This time I'm really getting close. But it's like five episodes from now. Oh, I want to say, where are we at? Uh, at this point, episode 315. So that's this episode plus five more that'll come out on approximately May 10th. I've got songs filling up all of those episodes with bands that have shared music with us. I'm trying to get caught up. A lot of the bands will be featured over on Punkanoi Worldwide in lieu of this, just so I can get to all of them. One of the reasons why I started a second podcast, not the primary reason, but uh, another driver to do it is because we were getting so much music shared that uh, a once a week podcast just isn't enough to try to cover that many. <laughs> so the point is, is keep sharing the shit. I'm going to get to it. Uh, I apologize for anybody who I've kept waiting uh, longer than I would have wanted, but we're going to get into some new stuff. First, from Lyon in France, the band Single Ladies. I want to thank Kevin. Emailed way back on February 3rd, and I'm getting to it now. I apologize, but Les Hyenas and Noir Gris. That was the singles that were released together on January 10th. And we are now playing it now. Still new stuff, still good stuff. The band, again, is called Single Ladies. From Lyon in France. Let's get into it. Let's check it out. We'll see what you think. We're going to play the track Les Hyenas. Soyez prêts.
soyez prêts. got a great like 80s punk sound to it yeah it does eat your heart out beyonce these are the real single ladies yeah although she has <laughs> been uh, recently singled and by recently i mean like what four years ago that whole <laughs> fucking thing yeah but uh, now she's living up to the title again <laughs> well that is single ladies from lyon in france we're gonna head from lyon over to paris and Rennes in france uh I got an email from the band Mira Calls way back in January of this year. Uh, they put out the release Pebble in the Shoe. It's a two-track EP on February 17th. I want to thank them for sharing the music. Let's check this out together. Uh, I got another couple new tracks, but we're going to play one more. Eric's got another track, which happens to be a new track. We got a lot of new tracks. Some of the bands yeah. are lesser known, <laughs> like we could put these on there. Some of these bands that I'm playing, last one, this one, next one, probably lesser known bands. They could fit in that category, but there's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of stuff that's being shared to us. We're going to get to it. Well, let's get back to it. Miracles, here is Pebble in the Shoe.
Pebble in the Shoe. I think that kind of has a sound like the band Orgy. What do you think? Yeah, a little bit. Just not as uh, not as aggressive, but it's sure. still pretty close. Right. You know, I love that. Uh, yeah, I love those weird little uh, spacey backdrops that they uh, that they added into the. Yeah, they added in uh, the God the guitar parts. There we go. <laughs> right. Yeah, like that just gives it a nice little, uh, yeah, if you will, otherworldly feel. Because, <laughs> like I said, it's spacey, but it's nice. It's uh, it sort of like offsets the aggression of uh, of the guy's voice. Right. It's good stuff. Mira calls. That's M I R A calls. Again, the band based out of France as well. Two bands from France there. I actually have a cut another couple bands, but I'm going to include those on some other episodes. Now we're going to bounce back here to the States to North Carolina for the band Spirit of Hamlet. They are on Broke Sound Records. I want to thank Michael. Sent an email also back in January. Finally, I'm getting to it. I apologize. The band released uh, Northwest of Hamaretto on March 17th. And yeah, see, I'm mentioning the days that the stuff sent to us. And the time that I'm, the, the new stuff's coming out, we'd be playing brand new early tracks, but I have just got behind. There were so many emails, and it's tough to keep up with. But finally, I am. Uh, Michael, thank you again. The band Spirit of Hamlet is a long-distance collaboration of four absolute history-making juggernauts in Mike Watt of Minutemen, Firehose, and the Stooges, Mikado Kawabata of Acid Mothers, Temple, Scott Irving of Clang Quartet and highly acclaimed songwriter-producer Benji Johnson. So now you have an idea of what you're going to listen to. I want to say it was like an eight-track release, that Northwest of Hamaretto. It's only been out a couple weeks. Came out on St. Patty's Day. We're going to check out, I want to say it's track number one, uh, first track of the release. It's a little bit shorter one. They have varying lengths. Like this one's 151 but they have one or two that are just over five minutes, a couple that are over four, and then a bunch that are around that like 2.30 or so mark. This one clocks in at just under two. Spirit of Hamlet is the band. Here we go with Strike It Rich.
Strike it rich. That's how Spirit of Hamlet kicks it off. Very rich. <laughs> it's good stuff. Go check them out. They're out of North Carolina. Again, thank you to all those bands and to anybody else who has sent an email. These are all the emails that have come across. I think I'm relatively caught up on the social media messages, but I'll be getting to those next just to double check. I like to go back, double check, and make sure, because as Eric and I both do, we appreciate anybody that reaches out and likes, you know, wants to share their stuff with us every once in a while. You know, we get some labels and publicists and stuff like that that are sharing, and I delete some of that shit because it's just not what we're going to be playing on this show. Mm-hmm. But if an individual is reaching out on behalf of them or their band, you know, I'm definitely going to either at least respond, which I want to get to. Uh, I got to get back into some responses. Sometimes I'm just getting to play the stuff, and hopefully you're listening to this and hearing your appreciation because I should be sending a message. Just haven't quite got to all those. But I'll be sending something to all these bands. I appreciate all of them. Eric's got some more new stuff for us. Before yes. he does, real quick, I want to put out there our, our buddy, uh, Mr. D. Philpot, that did those hilarious letters, Grammar Free in the UK, the lockdown letters that we had him on the yeah. show for. Well, he released another one called Dear Mr. Popstar. Same concept, but more like the 80s pop people, you know, like New Wave and so forth. Okay. The book's great. I've got the book, uh, ordered it, and it is going towards uh, the proceeds, Musicians Against Homelessness. Uh, they've already raised over a 1,000 pounds. Here in the States, you can order it on uh, Amazon. You can get it delivered to you for like 11 or $12. It's really inexpensive. And again, the proceeds are going towards... Uh, musicians Against Homelessness, and this uh, over a 1,000 pounds called Dave. See, I'm getting back to my emails, right? Dave sent that to me 10 days ago. I should have had that on the last episode. Forgot. I apologize, but I want to put it out there. I've got my copy. If you ever make your way into Salt Lake, once the studio's done, to come see Eric and I, jump mm-hmm. on a show or something like that, well, that's one of the coffee table books. You can take a look if you haven't bought your own copy yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric, you were up. Okay, I'm up, and I am going to be talking about the newest single, the aforementioned Good, Good Times? No, Good, Good Things (laughs) by Drain, as much as it pains me to be playing music. Now, I don't dislike Drain. Not at all. Quite the opposite. I love these guys. They are a credit to a modern-day crossover. I love that they just have such an aggressive sound, and they talk about some very serious issues, but they do it with... uh, with a smile on their face. Nice. Oh, man, these guys are such a great a great act to see live. But that is exactly why it is hurting, because they are coming back to Salt Lake. The only problem is that it's May 29th. Damn it. The final day that I will be in Las Vegas for punk rock bowling, and I am so fucking bad right it hurts to be such a crazed music fan (laughs) these are the sacrifices we have to make right i'm just like god damn it the second time the second time drain has come through salt lake and i missed them the first time because i had i was going to see judas priest the night that they were and judas priest was a fucking uh, rescheduled date because the week that they were supposed to play Salt Lake in uh, 2021, the week of, they had to cancel the show because their fucking guitarist got sick. <laughs> I was like, damn it! <laughs> but they honored, but they was like, we'll honor the tickets that were already bought and we'll just postpone it. And it did get postponed. But 
Just you couldn't give me one day. Just <laughs> God damn it! And another thing, the band Art for Apocalypse, who I talked about on my uh, top greatest LPs of 2022, they are coming back. Unfortunately, they're coming on April 13th, the day that I will also be in Vegas for the <laughs> Sick New World Festival. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> and fuck off Friday the 13th. Saturday the 13th is now. <laughs> Cursed. I know it's cursed, but I'm trying to be positive about it because, yes, Arm for Apocalypse. I've seen them twice. I still have the bragging rights that I was one of the two people that watched their set the first time they came through back <laughs> in uh, 2016. I want to say uh, somewhere around there, <laughs> and yeah, I saw them again. But I want to see them the third time, especially <laughs> since they released one of the greatest albums of last year. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> but just, again. But yeah, I'm trying to be on the positive side because, like I said, I've seen Arm for Apocalypse twice. But Sick New World, I'm seeing System of a Down. I'm seeing Body Count. I'm seeing KMFDM. I'm seeing Killing Joke. I'm seeing Ministry. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing Corn and Deftones and a, a myriad of other bands, most of which I have never seen. And some of which don't even come to Salt Lake. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Arm for Apocalypse, they're still a relatively young band. So they will be coming back. I will be seeing System <laughs> of a Down, a band I have been listening to longer. I arguably know more of their songs. And I have never seen them live. So, yeah, I'm trying to keep, a, I'm trying to keep that PMA adjusted. But... <laughs> <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> okay, I'm done with that. I'm done complaining. Let's get back to Drain. So this song, uh, Good Good Things, is actually pretty interesting because it is their rendition of a rock ballad. And okay. I'm thinking, okay, this is interesting. It's sort of like they're following in the footsteps of the thrash bands of old. Think about it. You look at Metallica's first record, Kill 'Em All, just a thrash giant. One of the, the album that sort of set the standard for thrash to come. And then they do Ride the Lightning. And what was the thing they did different? They had a ballad. They had Fade to Black. A softer song and talking about darker subjects about, you know, suicide. And the thrashers were just looking like, what the fuck? Are you guys pussies now? Fuck you. <laughs> but every thrash band was doing that as well. I mean, Testament did it with uh, The Legacy and a song aptly titled The Ballad. <laughs> it just sort of became a th it just sort of became a thing. You had to have like heavy music and just a one ballad at least is just sort of offset everything. Nice. So that's kind of what I feel Drain is doing here. <laughs> so so yeah, with that being said, you've listened to Drain the other couple of times that I've played him on this podcast, and yeah, this is a pretty interesting uh, inclusion in their upcoming album. So here it is, Good Good Things, and I think it's a good, good song.
So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again, I think it's funny uh, that they waited for their second album to include a song like this, much how Metallica did, right? And also the way that uh, Dead Heat also did their uh, you know thrash associates with World at War. Their song Last Call is more like an '80s ballad. Even outside of the genre, Funeral Chic had that song uh, too. Had a dog that sounded more closely related to a Bon Jovi song than it did, <laughs> you know, any uh, thrash or grindcore, whatever type of metal there was. It's pretty. It's pretty funny the way that metal bands are kind of following the suit nowadays, right? Or metal, hardcore, thrash adjacent bands, whatever you want to call them. It's it's something that's happening, <laughs> and I don't know. I like it. It's I cool. like it. I like it. It's cool. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it's a pretty fun stuff. Even outside of uh, hardcore, like, well, kind of hardcore, it's a PSO, Project Sellout. They had that song, Quarantine Forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they go from just this fast, hard-hitting, uh, youth crew-style skate punk to, I just want to isolate with you. <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> it's funny. And I, I welcome it. It's good to have, uh, it's good to have those moments in uh, LPs and EPs or whatever. Right. Where you just sit back, it's like, okay, yeah, let's take a breather. <laughs> it's that time where everyone's at an arena show and the ballad comes on. Okay, sit down. At least that's what I did the first time I saw Metallica and they were playing like Nothing Else Matters. I'm like, eh, I don't really like this song. So I sat down and rested a little bit. Nice. And then I hear the opening riff to Enter Sandman. I'm like, up, oh, up I go again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Drain, look forward to uh, the rest of your album. And I look forward to seeing you live sometime in this century. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're playing down south at, uh, in the time that I'll be down there. I have to look at their uh, tour roster. It would be awesome to see them as sort of like a you know, bonus show. Right? <laughs> or maybe they're playing a surprise club show. Honestly, that would have been awesome. Come on. You're on Epitaph. You, could, <laughs> you couldn't have pulled those strings? <laughs> whatever. Wishful thinking, spilt milk, whatever. They're a young band. They will be back. Hopefully soon. Right. All right. I'm done bitching and moaning. Dustin, please change the subject. <laughs> the subject is going to change to the band Bad Year. I meant to play Bad Year on some other episodes, and uh, just as so many of these other bands, it kind of got lost somewhere on the wayside. But I'm pretty, at least uh, I categorize stuff well enough that I can go back and figure out the shit that I did overlook or miss. So Bad Year... They're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I want to thank Jake for reaching out. The original email came August of this past year, so I'm not forgetting people. I want you to know that. I won't forget mm -hmm. you. Uh, they are being released on Punkerton Records. Again, I want to apologize to Jake and the band Bad Year for overlooking this and being so far behind on this specific release, but the release did come out. Uh, Faded Memories came out December 16th of 2022, track we're going to play from Faded Memories, which is an EP, is called Killing Me. So here we go. Some Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Bad Year.
forgetting everything it meant to me. Yeah, you know, I got to say, I got to say that when I looked at the album cover of this uh, of this EP, it was like this looks like a '90s Midwest emo type <laughs> EP. And then I looked at the song titles, I'm like, okay, I think I know what this is gonna sound like. And then lo and behold, you press play on that. Yep, this <laughs> sounds like it. This sounds like it belongs in that Midwest emo scene. And wouldn't you know, they're from Wisconsin, so. It fits the bill. Way to go, guys. Way to keep uh, emo alive, ironically. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Jake, thank you. Uh, as you can tell by listening to the show, Eric and I, neither of us play a lot of that punk that kind of veers into more of that pop punk, indie punk, whatever you want to call it, skate punk. Mm-hmm. Skate punk, to me, pop punk kind of almost blur a line sometimes. Sometimes I hear it and I'm like, yeah, I know that's skate punk. Yeah, I know that's pop punk. And other times, like, yeah. I don't know. It's one of the two. Pop punk is just skate punk that's slowed down. Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, skate punk is just hardcore punk, but with melodies. There you go. <laughs> and like uh, better vocals. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, kind of probably fits that bill that I do enjoy when we come across music, especially that's shared with us that I do enjoy that kind of fits that category that we don't really play all that often. And to that note, the next episode, Punk and My Worldwide, is going to be 20 tracks of just that, skate punk, pop punk, indie rock, punk, whatever. They all kind of falls under that umbrella that's been shared with us or that I've come across recently that I've enjoyed. And I'm queuing up another one of those episodes. So this one's coming out beginning of April, you know, today, same day that this one should be published. Uh, even before this one comes out, that one will be out. The next one will be out like late June-ish, I want to say. So if there's any bands out there and you hear us and you don't hear us play a lot of that music, you're right, we don't. But uh, uh, I'm looking for some cool stuff that I enjoy that I will throw on that episode. So feel free to send it our way and we will check it out. Eric, Let's talk about some live shows. That way we can get into a bunch of bands and an interview that we have with uh, Spencer and Tyler about yeah. GVC coming up. Oh, yeah. End of this month. Going to be a banger. Yes. So any live shows uh, that you did go see this week? I did. I went to um, the Utah Humane Society Benefit Show at Black Lung. And that also doubled as a birthday show that was put on by Jacob I can't. I don't remember his last name, but it was his show. He put it on. It was his birthday show, and a Way lot of great Jacob. bands played. <laughs> Way to be. Yep, this was the one including uh, Spent, Absolved, DTA, Snuff Tape, and Violent Unrest. Cool. Well, that's a, that was a good one. Bands filled in, or for one, right? Yeah, Snuff Tape and DTA hopped on uh, because social stigma had to drop. Right. And unfortunately, Absolved had to drop as well. Oh, bummer. Because their uh, uh, their drummer had, he got incredibly feverish oh. and had to sit that out. So That sucks. Uh, yeah, but uh, but more on that later. This does tie into the uh, uh, to the show. <laughs> it's a, in a pretty funny way. 
Uh, so yeah, I get there and DTA had just started playing and I love seeing DTA. And I think it's funny that the more established band, I mean, these guys are 25 years old. I mean, the band collectively is 25 <laughs> years old. The men themselves are probably uh, average 45 years old. Oh, <laughs> uh, but man, they, yeah, 25 years on and they are still bringing it. They still have such a positive attitude on, uh, on stage. Well, their drummer was the only one on stage, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, they still just play such awesome music. They still get the crowd all riled up. I mean, the only difference is uh, Greg, their singer, he can't dance around as much. <laughs> but, he's but he's doing good. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, from there, Snuff Tape came on and just absolutely pummeled the place. Good Lord, Snuff Tape is crazy. And wouldn't you know it, they actually got a wall of death going. Nice. Yeah, a wall of death, which were like four people were holding these little uh, styrofoam swords. And I was like, oh, they really are doing this. It's a, <laughs> it's a wall of death LARP style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was funny. I didn't, get it, I didn't get in on it, but it was fun to watch. Uh, yeah, so Snuff Tape was cool. Violent Unrest played. Unfortunately, I sat out on their set. I just got into a conversation with my friends outside. Cool. Because, you know, it's fun. We were just sitting around bullshitting and just uh, having a fun time. Good. And I had to tell injury stories because people kept asking. <laughs> uh, but what was funny, uh, this one chick who I'd never met, never met before, she looked at me and said, hey, are you playing tonight? Uh, no, I'm just spectating. <laughs> Is your band playing? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't specify which band, but I was like, no, ma'am, I'm just spectating. So I'm thinking... Was that just me having a famous moment? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she confused me with something, somebody else. Uh, or maybe she singled me out thinking, hey, he looks like he should be performing. But at the same time, I'm like, everybody here looks like they should be performing. We all look the same. <laughs> nice. so, so I don't know. Maybe she recognized me from another show. But hey, if that's so, then yeah, awesome. It's good to, that's it's good cool. to have that. <clears throat> Uh, anyway, so yeah, the moving on from there, like I said, Absolved dropped off of the set because of their drummer being sick, but that did not stop them from playing one song. Mike, their guitarist, he actually took it upon himself to get behind the drums so that they could play the, uh, oh man, I don't remember the name of the song. It's the, it's the song that everybody knows. Everybody gets up on the pile up time and time again, held down, pushed aside that song. They know that that's the fan favorite, so they're like, we may not play ourselves, but we'll play the song that everybody loves. So, so yeah, Mike behind the drums and a couple of and one guy filling in on guitar, the bassist, singer, and boom, they just played as close to an absolved set as they could. So, at least there was that. Got to appreciate the hustle and the dedication. Love you guys. Thanks for doing that. Right. And the show closed out with spent. And my God, I love seeing Spent. They are one of the greatest hardcore bands in Salt Lake right now. And, and yeah, they are just straightforward hardcore. It's stuff that you can hear right out of the late 80s when they were getting like all uh, thrashy a little bit. And they're not entirely thrashy, but come on, there's a guitar solo in there. <laughs> and a couple of their songs. Some, some riffs you could totally tell that Slayer may have been playing in the back of their guitarist's head. Just like, <laughs> yeah, you know what, maybe... Maybe this ought to work in a hardcore setting. <laughs> Point is, they're good, and live, they're even better. And 
And yeah, Spent uh, Spent really brought it. Uh, plenty of pile ups going up onto the stage during the uh, during the Death Grip song and during public execution. And and Ryan was never afraid to hand off the mic to a fan so he could do some dancing on his own accord. Nice. <laughs> but probably the best pile up that I saw that night was during the Happy Birthday song. Here's the here's let me set it up for you. There is a giant stage, which is basically a, a small stage, which is basically a giant drum riser. Okay. It's like nothing can fit up there but the drums and the amps. Everyone else is basically on the floor, and yet, unless you want to just be crammed in. I've seen it. It doesn't look comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Spent and company, uh, <laughs> the rest of Spent is down on the floor. So, Ryan gets up on the stage slash riser. And he's like, everybody move up. We're going to sing a song that everybody knows the words to. <laughs> and it's like, this is the happy birthday song. Say happy birthday to Jacob and this person and that person because they also had birthdays, but mainly Jacob. <laughs> and first one to the mic wins. So happy. And six the mic into the crowd. And then this one, and these people are just like screaming, happy birthday to you. <laughs> and there were people diving off the stage as well. I'm like, this is the most brutal happy birthday rendition I have ever seen. <laughs> there are no instruments. Everyone's just going crazy singing happy birthday. That was the wildest part of the night, which is pretty damn funny. <laughs> Oh, God. And Spent, they also got Encored. Cool. cool. They were like, okay, do you want to hear a Spent song or do you want to hear a Have Heart song? It's like, all right, play a Spent song and we're all leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't help but haggle a little bit. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> funny. And they're like, okay, we'll play the Spent song. And I mean the Spent song, the one that's actually titled Spent. So they played that. Cool. Yeah, great fucking show, great Great people, great energy. Just uh, it was a manic night, and I loved it. I loved it. Okay, so yeah, that was a that was a great show. There are more shows coming up now, so let me t uh, let me uh, plug these really quick. On the fifth, Dead Reckoning, Lovelace, Infernium, and Skullfuck will be playing at Black Lung, starting at uh, seven p.m. Twelve dollars to enter. On the eleventh, Cutthroat Salza Salza. I think that's how you say it. Uh, Snuff Tape, Spent, and Lovelace will be playing Black Lung at 7 p.m., and that is uh, $15. On the 12th, Wicked Bears, Box Elder from Wyoming, Assisted Living, and Miranova will be at the Beehive on at 7 p.m. and cost $10. On the 13th, there is a benefit show for the recently deceased Brad Barker, and a lot of the old-school hardcore guys are coming in to pay their respects. And we will be getting us, we will be getting sets from Insight, from Iceburn, from Search, and a couple of special sets from Villain and Seven Daggers. Villain will be playing some uh, songs by the band Reality, where Trent and Justin, both in Villain, were that was their band back in 1992, and Seven Daggers will be playing a few Waterfront songs that was their band back in uh, uh, roughly around the same time, the early 90s. Okay, again, these are all. SLC hardcore seasoned vets. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is a bit of their uh, tribute to uh, Mr. Barker and just like, hey, let's reminisce a little bit in our grievance period. Anyway, that show is going to be at the Metro, starts at 7 p.m. and is going to be $10.
it's, it'll be worth it to go because all those bands kick ass. That's and awesome. it'll be great to hear like all those old school songs again. I wasn't around to see Reality and Waterfront back in the day. I mean, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> but I have listened to those songs, and I'm like, these are fucking awesome. So, yeah, it'll be great to see the sort of semi-reunion. Right. <clears throat> anyway, on the 14th, Dry Socket and Run Into the Sun, Ribbons, Narc, and Fight the Future, all playing together at your mom's house. Starts at 6 p.m. and has $10 to enter. And I think that's it. Any uh, Anything after that would be overkill. Yes, it was. Yes, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good place to uh, leave off. All shows are, uh, those are all the shows happening within the next 10 days. I got a few to mention, then we'll get into some music. Uh, first in Milwaukee on Saturday, April 8th at X-Ray Arcade. You'll get to see Concrete Elite in town from Texas. Uh, it's a 6 p.m. show for 18 and older, not 21, just 18 and older. And you'll get to see some great uh, Midwest bands from that area. Assault and Battery, awesome. Empire Down, awesome. Splatter Pattern, awesome. Poison Hand, don't know, but I'm sure if they're on the bill with all the rest of them, I bet they're awesome as well. So go check it out. Love those bands. Uh, Want to hear more from Assault and Battery. We had them on the show years ago, so I hope more is coming from them. But love Concrete Elite. Love seeing them play live. Mm-hmm. The Ruffies, we're going to be playing them before too long. They just released an album on April 1st. They'll be doing an album release party on Friday, April 14th. It's in San Jose, 8 p.m. show, $15 tickets. It'll be the Ruffies at the Art Boutique with Veg and Fo, F-O. So there you go. You can go check them out. I would go check out the Ruffies. I really dig their music, so I'm excited to get it on. It's got to figure out which episode, but I'm excited to get it on the show before too long. Again, that is Friday, April 14th. Uh, real quick, Down Not Out is about to do their 2023 West Coast Tour, 19th. They'll be in Tempe, Arizona. Then they'll go to San Diego, Los Angeles, Oakland, Pacifica, California. Then Reno. They'll be in Salt Lake City on the 26th and then in Denver on the 27th. So get out there and support those guys. If you're in Salt Lake and you want to go to a record release show, and The Struggle will be doing a record release show. Uh, All Systems Fail, Hi-Fi Murder, and Goners UK will all be playing that. It's Aces High. On the 22nd, it's a $15 show. And what's left? I got Oi, This is Teglin. That'll be in Holland or Netherlands. Uh, This is the last Oi, This is Teglin. It's been going on for a lot of years. This will be the last time they do it. It's Saturday, April 8th. Go check it out. You'll get to see the bands The Chisel, Rotten 13, The Warriors, 1984, On the Rampage, and yes, Day Drinker. Just had them on the show Get out there, check it out. That's this weekend. Great lineup. Get out there, support the band, support the scene. Last one I'm going to mention before we get into the new music are our pals from A Land Down Under, Worker and Parasite. They are going to be doing an upcoming demonstration. It'll be on April 13th. Location is at Shot Kickers. Uh, The party approved the Agitpop at Shot Kickers. Again, that's on the 13th. I want to read this. I love the shit that everything that they do, I love the thought put into it and 
everything behind it, but the artistic collective designated worker and parasite, they're going to perform at that demonstration. Now I'm going to skip ahead. The party secretary has decreed that ingress to the demonstration shall be gratis for all members and prospective members. That's free, everybody. Get your ass out there. Yeah. Vetting <laughs> uh, of musical act hot dog and snub has been completed by relevant departments. Participation in demonstration authorized. Hot Dog and Snub have expressed unquestioned and unshakable gratitude towards the party and openly declare their unending loyalty. I love that. Uh, party members and prospects require re-education and are directed to study a newly prepared work of musical proclamations live at home. I was talking about that, and I'll be playing something on from that over on Punkinoy Worldwide as well. A composition of nine works of party-approved agitpop authorized for live audio capture and duly uh, endorsed by committee. And, yeah, it Wurundjeri Country Thornbury. That is where Shot Kickers <laughs> is. And that's wow. W-U-R-U-N-D-J-E-R-I. There you go. 7.30 show, Thursday, April 13th. So... Uh, I won't mention it next week because by the time we're doing Thursday or the Wednesday show and you would hear it, it'll probably be pretty close to Thursday at 7.30 in Australia because they're a day ahead of us. Uh, right now, basically, yeah, it's, it's the next day. <laughs> so <laughs> get out there, support them. I love Worker and Parasite. Had to read that. Eric, that's all I got here. Uh, you've, Eric's curated a handful of bands that will all be going to play GVC we're going to play two, do the interview, play a couple more. Eric, kick us off. Tell us what you got. Yes, in lieu of uh, great cover-to-cover -cover albums, we're going to be playing some great cover-to-cover -cover bands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on a great cover-to-cover -cover festival coming up in Salt Lake City on the 29th of April, General Violence Conference. Woo! And such bands will be featured like Choke from Oakland, the two-man self-proclaimed hardcore grind violence band. You know, one would base one. I wonder if they ever got the nickname Chokeland. 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 <laughs> Chokeland grind violence. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that would have been funny. Anyway, they are one of the. Uh, yeah, they are one of the bands that uh, Spence and Tyler were most excited about getting on here. And why not? They are pretty. Uh, they're pretty well known throughout the Bay Area. Got a staggering amount of. Uh, of releases to their names. And for a pretty fresh band, too. They're only five years old. They started back in uh, 2017, uh, released a slew of EPs, splits, and uh, one LP. And it's got the best title. It's hard to talk shit with no fucking teeth. <laughs> like, yeah, there we go. That is true. So, yeah, it, you can kind of get the idea. They're promoting... Uh, they have plenty of lyrics that promote uh, direct action against, uh, like, Police brutality, warmongering, uh, capitalism, nationalism, terrorism, racism, fascism, all of the isms under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also not afraid in calling out uh, general social ignorance, like uh, questioning people's stances or their blatant disregards in cultural appropriation. And this is where their latest EP, well, it's a split EP that they did with uh, their fellow power violencers, Dope Mess. <laughs> and, well... This is where their song Culture Vultures comes in, and it was released on a split that they did with their fe fellow power violencers, Dope Mess. Now, this song states, rather bluntly, their anger toward those who are imitating black culture. 
And this is a practice which spans across multiple cultures, but it argues that black culture is the most imitated. And people only want the cool aspects of it. And they could do without the hardships that came from generations of oppression that only the only the actual representatives have such a strong connection to. I talked about this before on one of the tracks that uh, Scal put out. or I'm um, sorry, not Scal. Uh, Zulu. Okay. Yeah, Zulu put out a song that I talked about. It was, uh, it was a couple months ago. Uh, but it was on this same issue. And they had that quote, nobody wants to be, everybody wants to be uh, N-word until it's time to be one. Yeah. So that's what they're, uh, uh, that's the sort of uh, rhetoric that they're uh, promoting here. And, yep, I got not much else to say about it. It's a short song. Half of it is just an opening quote. <laughs> so let's, uh, yeah, let's brace our ears for about a minute and a half. Here is Choke Culture Vultures. The black man in America is the most copied man on this planet, bar none. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. How about that question? <laughs> Is choke that is one of the many bands that will be playing on uh, the 29th and as you'll hear in the interview there is quite a variety of bands on here and it spans from uh, hardcore to power violence to grindcore to uh, noise grind and and just uh, most of everything in between <laughs> yep the only band that is uh, the only style of music that is uh, is <laughs> metal music yeah the club and Going through these uh, bands, the closest thing that I, the closest band that I could find that is relatably metal was Rankin Vile. Okay. And they still have grind in their title, but they are death grind. And I saw them play your mom's house uh, some sometime last year. I think it was last fall. And yeah, I loved them. I thought they were fucking great. And yeah, these guys are from Portland. They came roaring into the scene in uh, 2018 with their first EP, Chameleon Bastard. And that's Chameleon Bastard, all lowercase, with a period at the end. <laughs> and they really became a force to be reckoned with in 2019 after releasing their full-length redistribution, redistribution of Wealth. <laughs> Sorry, that was a slip-up. Redistribution of Flesh. <laughs> yeah, Flesh. And that's also all lowercase with a period at the end of it. It's sort of become a thing with them. I don't know why, but I don't know. Makes them stand out, I guess. Periods. Yeah. Cool. 
The period. <laughs> Hell yes, punctuation. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it's metal. Anyway, rank and vile, they're basically, it's basically death metal with a political edge. They're using grotesque imagery in a sort of a sci-fi slasher way to make a point. And I will be getting to that in a few minutes. So I got a couple of great examples here. Music, the music itself is like, it's old school obituary style death metal. And it has the same guitar tone that Gate Creepers guitarists use. I'm like, yeah, okay. And their vocalist, he sounds pretty close to Goat Whore's vocals. Nice. So I'm like, okay, you're taking from here, taking from here, taking from there. All right. And yeah, these guys are awesome. Now, what I said earlier about uh, about their music just having like a really grotesque B-movie imagery <laughs> to, actually, to actually sort of uh, drive home their point. Well, here are some examples. We have Cabal Therapy. It is about a man losing his wife to illness, and his faith in God isn't enough to bring her back. So, he opts for ne ritual necromancy to secure her mortality. <laughs> and Killdozer, this is one of my favorite songs on this record. It's based, because I know the story behind it, it's based off the story that's uh, taught... It's sort of been uh, regarded as the Killdozer Rampage in Granby, Colorado. And this is how the story goes. In 2004, uh, Marvin Hemeyer took a bulldozer, fashioned it with steel-plated walls and bulletproof glass, and he practically built a tank. And he went about the town crushing buildings, including the town hall, police stations, the home of the ex-mayor, the bank, the local hardware store, and this concrete plant that was being set up uh, next to his property. It's a... Uh, there's a whole story behind this. There's even a documentary about it called uh, Tread. Um, what it is is like Meyer was at odds with the local government as well as uh, neighboring businesses, and he was selling some increments of his uh, plot of land to the construction of a concrete plant. But he was the negotiations were going sour, and he felt that the state had been ripping him off as they couldn't reach an agreeable price. And he was just making enemies with everybody. He wow. was throwing in lawsuits that were kind of, they were always getting thrown out. He was trying to appeal, but to no avail. And so, yeah, after the, after the construction of the plant started, that's when he started begin constructing this bulldozer tank. <laughs> and his rampage was aimed towards all those he felt had wronged him. So, you know, during the process of the rezoning negotiations, and he set out to destroy all the aforementioned properties of those people. And it lasted all of two hours before pulling a, before he put a gun to his head and he killed himself. So yeah, that entire story is mashed down into a one minute, 40 second song. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God, that's just sort of like a, yeah, that's sort of driving the point on how uh, small business owners are getting taken advantage of with their, because uh, he was a business owner. He owned a muffler shop and he was like, a, you know, he was doing uh, work in there. And, yeah, the, everything was just uh, going against him, and he just cracked. <laughs> right. Some people do. Yep. So, yeah, Killdozer. However, we're not going to be playing that song. We're going to be playing the title track of, you know, Redistribution of Flesh. Strictly because I think musically it's a, it's a better representation of their sound. And then after that, we will get into the interview with uh, Tyler and Spencer. But, yeah, the title track, Redistribution of Flesh, it is the literal of interpretation of eat the rich 
or kill the rich and eat the rich. <laughs> uh, in the lyrics, they're basically saying, we can't fill our plates because of these money grubbers, so we will flip the script on them and eat them to supply the <laughs> empty areas on our plates. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, take that. <laughs> Tables turn around, and now we're eating you. So... So yeah, this is the most metal track that we will have on here. This is a, uh, you know, death grind. I hear more death metal than grind in most parts, but I don't care. This album is a fucking it's a fucking baller. I love it. So Rank and Vile is one of the is one of the bands I'm most excited to see on this fucking festival, and I am excited to listen to them in 3, 2, 1. <sighs> Fresh meat. <laughs> Spencer and Tyler, the masterminds of General Violence Conference. What's up, guys? An overstatement. Uh, what's up? <laughs> How goes it? Hey, it takes work and effort to do what you guys are doing. And stupidity. Hey, work and effort <laughs> and what you know, probably a mixture of many other things. Well, yeah, this is uh, we're coming up on the uh, second General Violence Conference. And uh, just tell me what it's all about. It'd be best uh, coming from you guys. It's lots of bands, lots of loudness, lots of fastness, and as much as possible. <laughs> well, there's the verbal equivalent of the flyer. <laughs> uh, this one's way different than last year. And start off by saying that. Because last year we didn't really, well, we still don't know what we're doing. But it was at established venues, Beehive and Aces. And this year it's all in one space, all ages, with alcohol. And more bands. Trying to get make it more inclusive for... The Salt Lake community. I think we have 29 bands from all over fucking everywhere. 
Z29 ah. bands including ah. all the locals? Yes. Damn. Yeah, it might be 28. I can't remember. I haven't counted recently. <laughs> Something like that. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's also some uh, repeats. There's some bands that played last year and are coming back this year. <coughs> yeah, there's a few of those. There's not that many. I just know off the top of my head, like, Hungry-Ass hungry Youth and No Man. Yeah. Are, they're both uh, coming back. Yeah. We got you, Eric. Anonymous is playing again. Anonymous is playing again. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we traveled such a great distance. <laughs> we were late from downtown music last year. So. I know. And we all learned <laughs> our lesson. Never have us open. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we also got Surge again. Social Stigma is a new one. Flexkin again. <laughs> Ridge Dwellers coming back. Fucking uh, And Parker's other band, Dumpster Burner, is going to be a new one. Yep. Shared members with Bridge Dweller. Wretched Self again. And yeah, think... yeah, Wretched Self. Did Snake Eyes play last year? I don't, no, I don't remember. They did not. No. Snuff Tape. Cool. Though. Yeah, Snuff, Snuff Tape's, tape's coming back. Again. Yeah, all the, like, the four big headliners, aside from Disease, are all no, new. Yeah. Fuck up! Get the fuck out of here! Everything all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you hear that? <laughs> yeah, we hear uh, that. Hear that. <laughs> welcome to Aces High. Is there a barroom brawl about to happen? <laughs> nah, it's all good. Nah. <laughs> Shit, well, I mean, we're playing. That's a given. Disease and Bummer are coming. D- did Bummer play last year? They did not. Disease played last cool. year. Disease did, which is yeah. the guitarist, or the drummer from... Disease is the drummer and Bummer. That rhymed. They're incredible. Jim is an absolute fucking beast. Uh, Portraits is a new band that I don't think is even around during GBC last year. They popped up and started... They were around uh, at least as far back as their Instagram goes was like January 2022. Okay. So so they probably like just formed. Yeah, probably. Oh, they've been. They're already going on tour this summer. They're doing mad shit, but we're stoked to get portrait. Those kids shred unreasonably hard. I'm super stoked. They're oh this. yeah. Then we have people from Wisconsin, Generation Y, and Bees Trigger. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Someone was like, hey, you should book these bands, and they hit us up. And we were like, yeah, the tune's fucking rip. It was a dumb confusion, because we were trying to find the band B-Searcher. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Fucking, the infamous like, we can't find the band that doesn't Instagram exist. Anything. And then we found out it's bees Kurger. <laughs> the whole time that we're trying to find this mythical B-Searcher band, Bees Trigger's in the same chat the entire time. And we're like, who's Bees Searcher? They, they didn't think to be like, oh yeah, uh, that could be us if you're like drunk. And someone tells you our band name. <laughs> yeah, we, we were like, Anthony, have you heard from Bees Searcher? Who the fuck? Like, we were wondering, like, has anybody heard from this fucking band? And then it turns out it was Bees Trigger. We all had a good laugh about it. Yeah, Father's Mill <coughs> is some young kids two-piece power violence from Portland that we played with. And they're fucking yeah. gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, they're really fucking good. I don't know why they're called Father's Milk, and it kind of gives me the ick, but <laughs> they fucking do shred. No, just use your imagination. <laughs> did, we, we played with them under that bridge in Portland, right? I we I think we did once there, and then once under, like, at a park, under a gazebo or some shit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was at the band that was like, dude Dude was like, dude was like sticking his head in the gravity bomb mid-set. The shit was red. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nice. Rat King, who played our house last year. Oh, yeah. He's coming back because they're, uh, they were on tour with Rink and Vile, I believe. Yeah, they were. So, I, remember, I remember coming to that show, missing Rat King, but just in time for Rink and Vile. Hell yeah. I have a great picture of me swinging over Matt 
on that strap that hangs on the garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the famous little the webbing in the middle of the garage. <laughs> Just a matter of time till it breaks the beam. I hope not. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Dude, there's so many new bands. Rise and Strike is a super dope fucking hardcore punk. I'm trying to remember. I think they're from Long Beach. They're from somewhere in California. I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. <laughs> it's uh, California. It's basically its whole city. Yeah. Life's Torment yeah. from Vegas. Who Narc's doing a split with the Foilies from Montana. Missoula or something, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be fine. Fucking what else we got? Uh shit. Uh Wake of Humanity. Oh well, yeah. <clears throat> Fucking wake rules. I've seen them twice when they came through here. Once at Beehive with uh, Die Young, and then once they're just headlining at the Underground. And we're going to be interviewing them on this show as well. Oh, are you? Yeah. yeah I was going to interview them uh, last time when they were going to play Your House oh, before yeah. their drummer got his uh, shoulder fucked up. Right. Yeah, But right. they hit me up oh, like, yeah, hey, we still want to do the interview? It, fuck yeah, I still want to do the interview. Are they going to do that while they're in town then for GVC? Or gonna uh, we're going to try. Oh, hell yeah. I have a couple questions then. So for General Violence Con- Conference, this is the second, right? And is this something that you guys are going to try to do twice a year? Or is it kind of it every time a- you do it, you're going to figure out if the next time's going to work out? Or We're going to do it definitely annually. Okay. Yeah. Last weekend, April. Every year. Okay. Until we get sick of doing it. <laughs> or, or something. <laughs> um, we are having a autumn GVC as general conference happens. Twice a year, but uh, that's too in the works to like really talk about. With the exception that it's at Beehive and it's November fourth. All right, yeah. And I guess it will be a much uh, smaller yeah. release. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be like eight or ten bands. It won't be general violence. It'll be a general tapping general, conference. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be nearly as involved as this and. We'll have to get permits and food and all that other shit that's been a pain in our ass this time. Yeah. Did you discuss already? I can't remember if you already said. What, where's it going to be this time? I know you said it was going to be more accessible, but where specific it's Salt Lake City? So the location is the Art Garden, okay. um, which is the lot that's owned by the Utah Arts Alliance next to Metro. Okay. And between the Utah Arts Alliance. We brought in... Beancat to help us organize this as they've done like more legitimate festivals and they offered the space and have been like kind of you know taking on a big role as far as the logistics and you know licensing and permitting well as far as the logistics go it says doors open at 11 30 so what time and it's a one day thing april 29th so with that number of bands is each band playing for like five minutes or (laughs) how many stages do you have there's two stages (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah 20 minute sets yeah we're gonna have two stages uh two different pa systems the stages are gonna be right across from each other so literally when one band is playing the other one's setting up and when the first band's done all you got to do is like fucking 180 and watch the next band yeah so that's probably the best way to do it Right between each stage and then between bands, 45 degrees this way yep. and 45 <laughs> that way. There we go. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely going to be chaotic. And we're not only planning on that, but pretty stoked about how chaotic it's going to be. Like, it's going to be mm. fucking music constantly for 11 hours. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> Which is about the average time of your average festival. We're working on that. Uh, the lineup right now and we're trying to like do the opposite of that so we're gonna have like straight edge hardcore and then you know grindcore band 
and so the ticket's 30 bucks in advance, right? So yep. five bucks more day of. So why not save yourself five bucks? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's only one reason, really. I mean, two reasons. I guess if you don't get paid till the next day, but who's going to get paid next day in the morning? you got to buy that shit in advance. <laughs> and the other reason, I suppose, is if you have plans and you might be out of town, so you got to wait till the last second. But even then, you're probably going to know before the day of, so get your shit in advance. Hell yeah, acesisolating.com. It's on the feature in advance. The ticket leave today. And you guys are also having a, uh, a pre-show, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, on the uh, that's the twenty eighth. That is the twenty eighth at Aces High Saloon. Yeah, who's, who's playing the pre show? Yeah, it's it's uh, hungry ass youth, the Foilies, No Ma'am, Bridge Dweller, Generation Y, Dumpster Burner, and Beast Burger. And Beast Burger. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, just gonna be their unofficial name. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of bands coming from out of town then playing the, the yeah. night before. How do you? Figure that out. You know, you have 28. There you go. So closer to 30. Uh, and it, half or more, it sounds like, are from out of town. Yes. How did you guys sort that out? Did you just reach out to folks? Because coming out of town, I mean, if you're coming from Montana, it's like, <laughs> kind of long. But you're coming from Wisconsin. That's pretty far. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we, we've had like a partly me, partly Spencer, partly our, our, our boy from Nomam in L.A., uh, Anthony. He's kind of the, the third general of this violence and shit show um, he's he's gotten a bunch of uh bands for us too so it's, it's been, mainly been you know and like uh we had a buddy in missoula that knew the foilies that's how we got them on kind of word of mouth and you know he oh, tore enough you made enough people kind of land and hail yeah we're gonna we're gonna oh, get yeah. to him fucking <laughs> landon got us uh cancer christ that's how the suggestion came from him if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah because if i remember he uh, met anthony and of course, they started talking about music and bands and whatnot. And he was, and Landon's like, "Wait, you do what?" And then he texts me like, "Listen to the band Cancer Christ, okay?" Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. they're fucking insane. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, that's the that's the band I'm most excited to see. They are closing out the fest. That much has been decided. Yeah, I remember. I said, su- yeah, I suggested that. <laughs> I don't want to be the band that follows Cancer Christ. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's just gonna be fucking insane. Besides, with their uh, with their antics, they most likely will get the show shut down. So <laughs> there we go. Win <laughs> win. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Except for the fines. Yeah. Anthony kept well, being like, dude, can they have to- fire? Can they have fire? Like, it's part of their thing. Can they have fire? I was like, dude. Yeah, I was just going to no. say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot handle that liability of, like, wrestling and fire and all that shit. <laughs> I mean, it looks dope, but I want to do this next year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it was out in the West Desert somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, who'd, who'd want a flare, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to set the sand on fire. Hell yeah. Well, so how do you pick? So I think that's what I was getting at. So for future, uh, you've done one. This is number two. Should bands reach out to you for this? Or are you exclusively doing it? Because I see somebody posted on the post that I saved that Eric put out there with the flyer for at least anonymous, I'm going to say. And Eric did it, but it was anonymous. Uh, And (laughs) some band was like, any way can we get on there and we'll play first? Right? So people see this is coming out. Uh, Oh, yeah. St. Anger uh... Snare Drum. Oh. That's Gavin Hoffman. That's his. Uh, he was talking about his band. I think it's uh, Shit Christ. Shit okay. Christ? Yeah. So oh we, man, starts off like... with Shit Christ, ends with Cancer Christ. We oh, are uncrossed. Shit, shit Christ, Cancer Christ versus Set. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so half the people we asked, and the other half like asked because you saw in the previous GVC chat for last year, I was like, "Who wants to fucking play again?" 
Yeah. And <laughs> some people did. That was just like a bunch of me, 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 me. So there's that. A lot of it's just like bands that we've played with and toured with. They're like, you know, especially after a show, you get to drink and you're hanging out with a band you just played with. You're like, you guys got to come to fucking Salt Lake, dude. We love this fest. <laughs> this and that. And then the next day, they're like, yo, can we still play that fest? And you're like, oh, fuck. I'm already booked. But, um, <laughs> uh, but maybe next year. Maybe next year. But we're going to yeah. do it again. A lot of people did like send us, you know, hit all of us up individually in the GBC pitch to be like, yo, can we squeeze on here? Like this and that. And eventually you just got to be, I'm like, dude, if someone drops, there's like eight other bands in line to take that spot. <laughs> yeah. Like, It's like, we got a waiting list. Yeah. <laughs> we probably already overdid it. Running the sun was going to hop on and then they had a conflict. And I was like, dude, I was so stuck to have run in the sun, but thank God we don't have another fucking band. Like, it just won't. There's no way that can logistically work. Five-minute sets, right? Five minutes, <laughs> Good thing a lot of them are grind bands, so that should be a breeze. First year, we pretty much had to, like, do all the groundwork ourselves between me, Spencer, and Anthony. And, and yeah, this year, since it popped off last year, we've been getting, like, hit up out the ass <laughs> this year. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, it's a good thing. You know, it's like the, the, the word's getting out. You know, we're putting Salt Lake back on the map for some cool shit. Fuck yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Looks like Crucial Fest got a contender now. Yeah. Well, well so oh, they actually. Love, love you, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they sponsored us. I had fucking sat down with yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy like, sponsoring us. Yeah. How do you do this whole fest thing? <laughs> like, basically, just answered all the questions I had. And I had, hadn't even thought of like having a sponsor until I talked to Crucial Fest. Or talk to, mm. talk to Jerem. Then I was like, would you sponsor me? <laughs> it's like, God damn it. And Aces fucking helped out a shit ton. Not only with ticketing, with giving us money so we can make sure all the bands get paid and there's places for people to shit and PA systems <laughs> and all that fun stuff. So. Yeah, all the, little, uh, all the little things that you need. Yeah. <laughs> like toilets and sound. That's the, all, that's the <laughs> hardest yeah, the difference with having it all ages and have beer has to be like a real pain in the ass by definition mm. because of Utah liquor laws. Mm-hmm. So if we want to do it again, it's always going to have to be like an event permit. No shit. Well, if you want to have beer and all ages, yeah. you can't have it in an established bar or venue. You know, it's kind of a weird loophole, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's one way of doing it. Yeah. The only way. The way. So. Yeah, I'm hoping people fucking stay all day for the fest. That's another reason why we're going to try and, you know, switch up the genres a lot. Because if we, like, put, like, the really hardcore, hardcore shit, like, you know, space it out, then the hardcore kids will stay for the other shit, Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Exactly. It's all about timing. (laughs) Last year was... started later, right? We started at, like, 1, and then it went until, like, 1. Yeah. Or 1.30. It was, uh, yeah. It was an hour break, though. Yeah, that was the that was like okay, everybody pack up your shit. We're moving to the we're going down the street. We're going down the street. <laughs> yep, people sitting in the back of pickup trucks, holding on to cabs, yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah. life. You know, it's just toy. like this whole caravan of absolute fucking totally illegal shit. Yeah. <laughs> and other bands like uh, my band, we're going back to back and forth from DTM, dropping off all of our gear, which was kind of the nice thing being in a you know having been the first band. It's oh, like, yeah. well, now we. Yeah, now we just gotta chill. It's kind of nice. And it, get it out of the way. Yeah, and I was in it from the for the long haul. I was there until the very end. Yeah, <laughs> me I, and Ethan were. Everyone else just kind of uh, yeah, it was, put it out. <laughs> who played? Was it Shitstorm that closed last year? 
Shitstorm Trooper. Yeah, they closed. Oh, okay. Rest in peace, Shitstorm Trooper. We miss you. Yeah. <coughs> they broke up over there on hiatus, which is the same fucking thing if it's indefinite. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you say it's that? Life, it's on life support. They're comatose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck. When you think about it, their last show in Utah as Shitstorm Trooper was GVC last year. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, I mean... If that turns out to be their last show ever, what a way to go out. Yeah. What a way to end. They said they're still gonna they're gonna make another band. I think they're just calling it a day on Shitstorm. But hmm. so Storm Shit Trooper. Storm Shit Trooper. Indeed. Storm Shit Trooper. <laughs> shit Trooper. I like that. We do not have a Sunday show this year, which is dope. Because last year I had booked a show on Sunday at my house after oh. GVC. Oh, no God, that's God. right. That's a terrible idea. Oh, yeah, fucking uh, Rock Bus played that. Yeah, the Mayday one. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who else played that. I don't remember it was Rock Bus, but Fire I mean, fucking by the time we got to Sunday, I was fucking, I was like, fuck this and going to bed. Nope. No, <laughs> <not right now. laughs> fried. I was fried on Sunday. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, you were just running around all manic the yeah. first time. Dude, that was... And then at some point, you played a set. Uh... Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> Did we did do that, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah, we uh, played. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even remember if we played well or not. That's like, I don't, I have, I don't, I don't even remember, remember that set at all. The GVC at all last year, to be completely honest. Well, I mean, at that point, you were pretty inebriated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I left everything there, too, including my car. <laughs> it was a good time. What band are you most excited about, or bands are you most excited about that are on the fest this year? Choke for me. Joke. Portraits and Cancer Christ. Wake of Humanity. I've never seen Wake, but Chris has like helped us book so much fucking shit. He helped book Social Stigma and like put us up and shit. And all around yeah. great guys. So I'm stoked to finally see them live. They are, yeah, they're a party. They're a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Oh, well, fuck. I mean, disease too. Cause yeah. like, I mean, I'm a drummer and I will fucking drool and worship <laughs> and fucking drop over Jim every time I get to see that motherfucker play. That dude is a blast <laughs> god. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm stoked for everyone to see Bummer oh. too. Like their sister band. Just because it's if you took like power violence and <clears throat> made it more chaotic. Oh man. And like with like clean guitar, weird little like tapping things, but still like heavy fucking gnarly shit. Okay. That's... They're fucking... We played with them at Lucky Laker. You piqued my over. interest now. <laughs> yeah, no, they're fucking insane. It's like how much... How more chaotic can we get? <laughs> Rat King and Rankin Viles drummers are both amazing. There were a few bands that we asked that were not able to do it, but for the most part, we've had it like pretty well booked since December at least. And then we just added people and dropped people and added people and dropped people. <laughs> up and down, up and down. It's weird because like Utah is just enough out of the way where like if you're going to do a one-off show doesn't make sense so you should book like a little tour around salt lake yeah you know um, unless you're from denver or some shit yeah For all the guys coming from the west coast a lot of them are hitting, hitting boise which is gonna be wild because some of the like bands met through gvc ended up all hopping on a show with the shredder the night before really so i think that one's it's like the foilies rank and vile and i don't know it's a bunch of motherfuckers who were playing general violence conference who <laughs> normally would not be on the same bill Still haven't seen Life's Torment yet, even though we're putting out a split with them. We were supposed to play with them because they came and did two dates in Utah, and I forgot we all had to go to a wedding. So we didn't fucking play with them. And they couldn't play our Las Vegas show. Oh, But they fucking rip, and the guys are really cool. You met them in 
Vegas. I don't know if you remember Tyler. Yeah, uh, one of the dudes I remember. Larry. Yeah, 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 Larry. I remember. <laughs> Larry. Hi, Larry. <laughs> they do exist. Yeah. I thought the name like just Larry. existed in fiction. <laughs> I know one that was an incompetent police officer, one who was a cucumber, and another who was uh, a lobster. Oh, yeah, Larry the Lobster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, living like Larry, man. Yep, the beefed-up lobster. Hey, I can fucking say... So Shades is fucking sponsoring the event and giving us kegs for cost, which is dope. That um, is awesome. So I have three different types of beer. Mark of the Bistro is catering. By catering, I mean probably just grilling is my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, how it was in the old days before they were legal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what they're doing, but they will be vending throughout the day. And then Shiloh's food truck will be there, which is like, what, Philly cheesesteaks? You used to work there. Yeah, yeah, Shiloh's Mobile Cafe. They do like, uh, yeah, Philly cheesesteaks, fucking um, pork sandwiches, uh, hot food, wedge fries, that kind of shit. So it's like Mark of the Bistro's got the vegan and Shiloh's got the all the meats and not vegan shit. There you go, working all ends. Did you get Liquid Death to sponsor? No. Because, uh, you know, the straight edge kids. I wish. <laughs> that would be awesome. People said that, like, that had been brought up multiple times. And I never just, I just never followed through. <laughs> like, cause even Katie was like, you should ask him like this, you know, like when the fucking rep comes into aces or whatever, but I just never fucking made the effort. It would have been cool. We almost got sponsored by Pit Viper, but that didn't happen. Yeah, that Pit almost Viper. happened. <laughs> that would have, that would have been sick. Yeah, you're talking about the Viper shades? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Dude, that would have been awesome. Everyone handed out free Viper it, shades to everybody. <laughs> everybody getting on stage looking like Macho Man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The pictures of that fest would have been so dope if it was sponsored by Pit Viper. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Randy Savage Pit Vipers and Liquid Death sponsors GBC. Right. Fucking next year. I'll shoot for the stars. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it's a lot. We, we were like sitting down outside and like figuring out time slots. I'm like, so there's just like no margin for. No one can go over their fucking 20 minutes. So, or else we're fucked. Because we have to shut down by 11.30, I believe. Mm. We're going to just go clean up all the shit tomorrow, the next day, obviously, because we're lazy like that. <laughs> we also partnered with, well, my partner. We're having some uh, local organizations table. Armed Queers of Salt Lake is tabling. PSL is tabling. And then there's a few vendors as well. Cole, Wasteoid is vending. We nice. didn't end up getting him on the flyer because I forgot. So, <laughs> but still love you, Cole. Sorry. Still love you. <laughs> it was an accident. And then a few other ones, but I can't remember who. Yeah, shout out fucking Yalt Entertainment for Beancat just doing all this work for free. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, we were talking to Beancat, and Beancat's like, uh, I was like, so do you need to be, like, compensated? Or like, you know, because I'm poor. Um, she's like, just put my fucking logo on the flyer and, and call it good, which is fucking sick. Which logo? Right at the bottom there. You all t it's just block fucking aerial bolt. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I think that's like pretty much everything about GBZ this year. A lot of bands, all ages, beer, food, <laughs> a lot of merch. Save your money. Oh, yeah. Save your money. There's going to be fucking mountains of merch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. We also have a GBC t shirts that are going to be for sale. Really? Um, it is the bird and cop car from the George Floyd protest on the front and then the flyer on the back. Oh, God. All proceeds go to some of the local organizations <laughs> that are sponsoring us. Is it the same 
the same cop car where that uh, where that crackhead was taking a shit on it. Yeah, but without the without the crackhead. Oh, <laughs> that was the summer oh, piece. Oh, yeah. But yeah, those are gonna be. It's only like fifty, but you're like, yeah, we can do it. And just make some fucking shirts. So I'm thinking about putting some of those at like Aces and maybe Beehive for sale. Yeah, it's just you know for a cause and for cost. But usually I am making some pretty obscure reference or some hopelessly terrible pun that only I think is funny. You never know. Yeah. There yeah. could be a whole bunch of people out there laughing with you. Yeah, they listen to SLC Pumcast strictly for the dumb humor. <laughs> it's like, I don't care about the bands. I just want to listen to them be dumbasses. <laughs> oh, they brought, oh, they brought on some other dumbasses on this show. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> bunch of dumbasses at the same time yep <laughs> i, I want to hear like the garbled parts of tyler back because <laughs> there's the one where it sounded like <laughs> <laughs> or just whatever that yelling was in the background get the fuck get the fuck out of here some bitch being a crackhead or some shit i don't know welcome to the bar good <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn and i miss the fireworks <laughs> Well, if you want an update, she's still outside yelling at traffic, so she's just falling the <laughs> Is she winning? <laughs> uh, have, people, have people stopped to just uh, spectate? And to your right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a questionable so human being talking to cars. <laughs> <laughs> I have one question left, and it is for the future. So, GVC in the future, is there any bands either of you are thinking Next time, or in a year, or at some point, I hope this uh, band comes. I'm going to put the invite out, and I hope they come. Body Farm. I've already been talking to them about coming next year. Cool. If I can rule. What about you, Tyler? Drug Charge would be rad, and a pipe dream, an absolute pipe dream would be Warthog. That'd be insane. I know it's, it's, it's monies, but if you book them, they, they will come. Or yeah. if you pay them, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the... Oh, yeah, the Jim Morrison character in Wayne's yeah. World 2. We've been saying that since, like, we started thinking about GBC. Hell, yeah. If you book them. If you book them, <laughs> they will come. Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people on the West Coast. I want to see some of Greg's other projects out here. Greg from Choke, like AK-47 or Merc, Burial Rights. Uh, yeah. Just a lot of the West Coast homies that missed it last year. Or this year, or Maybe get the, tourists somewhere else. Get shit brains out here. That'd be rad. Oh, fuck yeah. They were supposed to play our garage, and then we had a, like, COVID scare. It was, like, right when we were kind of, like, having that second wave, and everyone was freaking out again. Oh, yeah. So we were like, yeah. oh, I can't do it. But, that, yeah, shit brains is fucking so, insane. I remember we had Die last year, but did we have Livid? I don't remember. I think it was just Die. It was what? just Die. You are yeah. correct. Yeah, so getting Livid out for it would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> Livid would be dope, and they just tour nonstop, so I'm sure it's fucking inevitable. Oh, dude, dude let's just fucking blow all of our money and fly uh, Powerface out here. That'd be I sick. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they from? That would be sick. Sweden or uh, Norway? Sweden, I think. They were one of those. I guess all those mixed up. They were just over there. In the general <laughs> area. Something. Yeah, if you haven't heard Powerface yet, they they have a record which is just the most amazing record name ever. The band's called Powerface, and the record is called Face the Power. Yeah, <laughs> fucking awesome, killer. It's like rock and roll thrash, but like with really high grindy vocals. It's bitching. Sounds like it'd be do Euro GBC. Euro GBC. Yeah, <laughs> model it after Jesus. Like Eurovision. Shit. <laughs> Euro Disney C. There's like <laughs> obviously a lot of bands that like we could be like, dude, we should just like hit up their booking and see if they'd be down, but. <laughs> 
can't just really like be like, who would I like to see? Like, who would I do? I want to spend a lot of money. Cause if you're like cold hell in a band that you have no rapport with, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, so, you know, are you buying our plane tickets? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? No matter. If yeah. You reach out a year in advance or so, eight, nine months in advance, and you say, hey, if you're planning a tour tentatively around, you know, we're going to be doing a show, so I'll give you something to plan around. Instead of saying, hey, come out, it's like, hey, people tour around this time. If you think you might want to, you can plan around this, and then you can figure out where else to go around those days. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, that's good advice. It's a buddy of mine. Chris Wadsey plays bass in a band called Baby Girl, and they are fucking insane. And we should get them next year. That'd be rad. Okay, they're local, aren't they? I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to I used yeah. to work at Wadsey. I used to work with Wadsey at Poplar. It was a fucking oh, shit show, okay. but his band okay. kicks ass. Uh, well, fucking. <laughs> All right, bingo. <laughs> yeah, well, see you later. It was. <laughs> so, bye. <laughs> I must go home. My planet needs me. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> thanks for having us on again. That's it. All right, thanks guys. I'm if you can hear this. Land now. Uh, bye <laughs> tickets. So if we don't go broke, and yep. you can see bands, AcesIceSaloon.com. That's where you buy them from, right? Hell yeah, brother. Get your tickets. Well, thank you, gents. <laughs> yep, thank you, and oh, best of luck for GBC sense. this time. And if you do it in the fall, and absolutely on the next one. Hell yeah. And get your tickets for this one, everybody. Yeah, do it. Some of the best bands you'll ever hear are going to be not there. (laughs) But some cool bands will be there, no less. (laughs) Spencer, Tyler, was a pleasure. Thanks for coming by. Hell yeah. Later. Bye.
and that was the Foilies. I can guarantee there's not going to be another band on that general violence conference that sounds like them. Right. <laughs> yeah, they got a bit of a, uh, it's a punk rock and roll sound, but it's sort of like, uh, throughout listening to that album, the, uh, uh, man, what, when the fuck was it called? The, yeah, Kick Out the Grams. I mean, already that is a reference to MC5, and it does kind of have that old proto-punk taste to it. But throughout that, I keep hearing, I keep hearing like, the Dead Boys, I keep hearing CCR, and then I keep hearing Tartar Control, all wrapped into one, and that is basically the Foilies, and I love it. Nice. <laughs> I love it. They even have songs out there that are just like straightforward hardcore punk songs, like one of my favorite titles out there, Crystal Beth. <laughs> yeah, that is just 50 seconds of uh, scorching hardcore speed, and I love it. Yeah, they kill it. That's a that's a great record, and I'm excited to see those guys. They're pretty... Uh, they're pretty well-rounded, I say. Anyway, moving on from there, we that uh, brings us to the last band that we'll be talking about to help sort of uh, promote the fest. And this is the band that's going to close out the whole fest. I remember even on a uh, on the little uh, uh, Instagram group chat of all the bands that were playing. Of course, my band was on it because we're playing, and they they got into a debate like, uh, who should be the closing band? Who should be the last band that plays? And they were throwing around a few ideas, and I come in and say. Um, Cancer Christ, because I would hate to be the band that follows those guys. Those guys should close out the entire fest. Fittingly enough, because General Violence Conference, you know, they said it was like uh, mocking the General Conference of, that the LDS Church does every year. So a band like Cancer Christ would be, <laughs> that would be the way to see it out. And not just that, let's talk about Cancer Christ. They are grindcore with a show, like theatrics. And they are a noisy grind band that's similar to that of uh, Pig Destroyer. And in an interview with uh, Anthony Mehaf, he calls their genre reptilian Christ violence. <laughs> <laughs> that will make sense in just a few minutes. But on their uh, sweat band record, yeah, there is this little, uh, well, fittingly enough, proverb on Cancer Christ's description. And it reads as follows. Christ is dying. A venomous cancer consumes his body and weakens his mind. As each day passes, his light dims to a faint whimper, and the darkness of evil shrieks with the toxic vigor as its foul and unholy power collapses the human race. The Christ's absence, in Christ's absence, Lucifer has begun testing their dark trinities, supreme and destructive potency upon our weak and divided planet. The world heats up, disease consumes all, and the old passive and fragile world of God falls upon deaf ears. Cancer Christ has been the ailing not too distant has seen the ailing not too distant future of this godless world. Our bleak existence needs a new, a stronger word of God. Cancer Christ is the imperfect vessel to wage a holy war against those who wish to profit from a dying prophet's words. Cancer Christ understands evil, must be fought with true words and even truer actions. Fire must be met with fire. Darkness must be met with searing and powerful holy light. The mission of Cancer Christ is to find lost souls to take up arms in this new and uncertain heavenly body. We accept all black, white, gay, straight, trans, and all others that wish to fight evil wherever it spews its putrid and vile wi wickedness. The undertaking will cause many casualties. The most extreme pain and torture will be experienced, but we will not father in our, falter in our divine mission to secure a new God. Join us. 
So yeah, there you go. That's their mission statement. And <laughs> oh my god, yeah, looking into this band, I was reading interviews with their uh, with their lead singer Anthony uh, Mayaf, and good god, the guy is hilarious. <laughs> he has got a whole mythos surrounding this band. I mean, first of all, let's talk about their appearances. Mayaf, he dresses like Jesus, all bloody and shit, with a bullet draped uh, with a bullet belt tapped draped around his neck. And his band are dressed up with reptile masks, whom he deems as his snake boys. <laughs> like I said, there's a whole mythos surrounding this band. How Anthony was appeased of his life as a sinner in exchange that he would spread the good word of Christ. And after snooping around at church, he heard the anguished cries of the snake people chained in the basement. And he broke them out. <laughs> they basically became his uh, surrogates. Okay. Uh, at their stage performance, it includes prop crosses, Bibles whose pages are naturally getting ripped out and thrown into the audience, and a lot of religious chants to entice the audience, and nuns in fishnets and pasties, and fire. A lot of fire. <laughs> oh my god, it is, a, it is a sight to be seen. It's more than you can ask from just a simple grindcore band. Oh, I'm sorry, reptilian Christ violence. <laughs> And oh my god, look up the interviews that Anthony does. Like I he sounds like a riot. Just how he's his choice of words and how he rounds us all back to this sort of a religious mission, this sort of a exodus that he is going to be taking on this entire planet. <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. Reminds me of the whole uh thing that Tartar Control does, adopting the uh the Mormon appropriation <laughs> and just throwing it back in their face. Only this is a lot more extreme. <laughs> a bit. So yeah, Cancer Christ, they are a sight to behold. I cannot wait to see those guys. They might even break out their flamethrower. I know that Spencer's like, no, don't bring it. But I'm like, oh, they're, I'm going to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I hope that <laughs> it's like, yeah, save it for the very end when the show's over so that there's nothing to shut down. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's stop talking about this. Let's get to their uh, music. They have a new song out called The Blood of Jesus. It is going to be coming out in uh, in June, I think. Yeah, I think it was June. I'll, I'll, I'll confirm that later. But it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a part of a four-song EP and the blood of Jesus, along with uh, baptized in piss and shit, which was my original uh, uh, my original choice to play on this. And then I thought, nah, blood of Jesus is more fitting. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. Cancer Christ, blood of Jesus. Have fun, kids. <laughs> Shut up, you got it all! 
So yeah, that song, along with a few others, <laughs> are going to be coming out on an EP on the 9th of June, and it's going to be called Satan is a Bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because that's something that, uh, that Anthony talked about in one of his interviews, saying, you know, like, Satan's just a little pussy. It got fucking, uh, Lucifer got kicked out of heaven by God because he was misbehaving. <laughs> and he changed his name and found a less superior power. <laughs> Again, read the interviews. They are fucking hilarious. <laughs> and Cancer Christ? Oh, man, is a force to be reckoned with. I was watching their uh, performances, and they do not fuck around. Well, I mean, they fuck around, but they are, like, <laughs> they're serious with their performance. They really put a lot of thought and effort into all this, even though the reptilian masks don't look convincing at all. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, hey, the fire is real. <laughs> Nice. And the Bible is, I guess, real. And they are real. And yeah, the sound-wise, sound wise, it really has this uh, this harsh similarity to Pig Destroyer. But Pig Destroyer, they talk about a uh, myriad of other things. <laughs> Not just, uh, you know, uh, religious incongruencies. <laughs> so I'm stoked about Cancer Christ. That's probably the band I'm most excited about, alongside Rake It Vile and uh, Wake of Humanity. And Wake of Humanity, we will be talking to in the... Uh, in- next few weeks yes <laughs> haven't decided on a date yet but it is still happening a few months too late but that's fine <laughs> and it'll be close to that gvc date uh real quick just again we talked about some of the specifics during the interview but let's reiterate it's april 29th and there are so many bands it's 35 dollars if you wait until the day of the show so if you go get your advanced tickets it is only 30 bucks, and you can get them if you go over on Instagram. Go to at Aces High Saloon underscore SLC, and they're doing pre-sales through there. Uh, again, the show is going to be at the Art Garden, which is 627 West, 100 South, here in Salt Lake City. So mm-hmm. get your stuff. Doors open at 1130. Show starts shortly after. As they said, there's so many bands. They've already got a GVC set times list. If you head over to at General Violence Conference on Instagram, you can find it there. You can see the most updated flyer. The last one I see was dropped on March 11th, so just a few weeks ago, including all the bands that we've played here, some of the other bands we've talked about, and obviously so many others. A lot of great Salt Lake bands, too. Oh, yeah. And also uh, on the 28th, they are doing the pre-show at Aces High. Uh, yeah, like I said, that's the day before, and that'll include Bees Trigger, Tum- Dumpster Burner, Generation Y, Bridge Dweller, No Ma'am, The Foilies, and Hungry Ass Youth. That is only $10. $10. That's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bands for 10 bucks. For 10 bucks. That's just an average, like, a, what, almost $3 per band? <laughs> and it's an actual venue, not like yeah. behind Actually, less than $3. somebody's house or something. Yeah. Or in an alley or some shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> half an actual of, venue. And half of GVC last year was hosted by Aces High. So, yeah, it makes sense that they're kind of like, hey, let's do this again. Right. So, yeah, that's going to be uh, that's going to be an awesome show. I'll have to see set times on the on the Instagram. I haven't checked that yet. GVC. Oh, never mind. I'm looking. I, I just saw a post that said GVC set times. That post came from 48 weeks ago. Disregard. 
That is from the previous <laughs> that one. That was last year. Okay. Yes. So don't don't go look those up because that shows Anonymous playing at 1 o'clock and Eric doesn't want to play at 1 o'clock again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, nobody does because we showed up late. <laughs> so don't, don't go to that one. I'm wrong. Yeah. Go check out the flyer, though. The updated flyer was accurate March 11th, and that's the most updated one. And mm-hmm. you can get further details or even just reach out to the guys through there or head over to at Aces High Saloon underscore SLC. Thank you again to Tyler and to Spencer for joining us on the show to talk about the cool festival that they're putting on. Oh, fuck yeah. And also, a, f- a funny thing, on the note of uh, me playing uh, first last year, <laughs> uh, Tyler, in the days coming up to when uh, they were announcing the festival, he was constantly saying, oh, dude, I'm so sorry that you played first last year. I feel like I did you dirty and just like, just super apologetic. And he did that in multiple increments. And I'm like, say, Tyler, it's okay. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> we just, we showed up, we played our set. It was fun. And we didn't have to worry about anything the rest of the day. So it was pretty awesome. But he would continue on. It's like, no, you guys are better than that. I don't know why. I thought that was a good idea, but it wasn't my plan. But don't worry. This time, you'll be playing a better slot. (laughs) Any slot you want, I'll make it happen. I'm like, dude, (laughs) you're drunk. Calm down. But it, but it's awesome that he uh, loves us so much. He actually he actually has told me how important a band we are to him personally, and that we like you know he you can read this on his little uh, uh quote that he did on the GVC Instagram that when they were announcing the bands and just sort of giving a little uh, anecdotes of the bands just to give an idea of what everyone was all about, and he said that he's expressed his importance to my band on that Instagram. Uh, on that Instagram post, rather. So it's a it's it's pretty awesome that somebody's picking up what we're laying down. Right. It's like finally a connection. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> and it's not a patronizing kind of connection <laughs> either. <laughs> right. It's like obviously he's uh, expressed it to me more times than once. <laughs> but it's like, hey Tyler, the pleasure is all ours. We were, yeah, we were stoked to have you guys on. We're stoked to be playing the festival. We're stoked that it's happening again. And yeah, we just hope that it keeps going. We're going to make sure that it keeps going. We'll say, we'll say it that way. We'll make sure it keeps going. <laughs> be the, uh, yeah, the next heavy festival in Salt Lake next to Crucial Fest. <laughs> right. All right, we're at that time of the show. It's time to wrap up the show. And as we do, we try to play some not-so-punk type things. Eric, what do you got that is... Not so punk this time. No, these are, these guys aren't punk. If he called them punk, they would be ashamed. <laughs> Actually, they'd just be offended. It's like, oh, fuck, you call us punk. <laughs> no, punk is just a rock and roll band. That was them back in the day. Nowadays, <laughs> they're rock legends. <laughs> right. This is a band I've played a couple of times before on this show. I think three other times, maybe just two. I can't remember, but they were my favorite band when I was 11 years old. It is the band AC and DC with a little lightning bolt in the middle. <laughs> no, not Antichrist Demon Core. <laughs> Although I think it's funny that people always associated ACDC, the old one, with the devil. And it's like, yes, it stands for Antichrist Devil's Child or some shit like that. And they're th- and I was thinking, you know, ACDC only have two songs about hell, and even then, it's arguable if they talk <laughs> if they are talking about the biblical hell or using it more as like a referential point, right? You know, that being Highway to Hell and Hell's Bells. 
Most of their songs are about getting laid. <laughs> Or just living the rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> you know, that's the majority of their lyrical catalogs. So, so yeah, to say that they're satanic, absolutely not. They are not satanic at all. <laughs> God damn. So, yeah, just it goes to show how ignorant people are. But anyway, speaking of uh, being, yeah, speaking of just being the little uh, young rapscallions that they were back in the 70s, I think no song greater... Uh, personifies them in that in that era than the song from Let There Be Rock, Bad Boy Boogie. Now I love Bad Boy Boogie. The fact that the fact that it's like uh, they're wearing their inspiration on their sleeves because if you listen to that riff, that's just a it's just a hyperactive blues song, right? I'm like, yeah, you know what? If you just scale back the tempo and it's just like a, a stomp box with a man and his acoustic guitar. On the day I was born, the rain fell down. You'll know what I'm talking about when the song actually plays. It could easily just be like a, you know, Muddy Waters or a Robert Johnson track. But nope, it's their song. <laughs> the inspiration's on their sleeves. So, yeah. This is the bad boy boogie. This is what ACDC was all about back in the day. Now they're just uh, bad old men, <laughs> I assume. They're old, but eh, this song still has that youthful vibrance. So let's listen.
that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played... Uh, this is the third song I played off of that album alone, that being uh, Let There Be Rock, because hey, this is my favorite ACDC album. <laughs> Fucking bite me, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can I can never get enough of these guys. They always, they're just classics to come back to. And I know they wrote the same song fucking... Hundred times played the same, wrote the same album th- 13, 14, 15 times. It was like, yeah, I get it, but come on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just, uh, maybe I just hold them to a different standard because those were the first CDs that I ever owned, and I still have them. I still have them, and I have an OG copy of Highway to Hell. So, uh. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I could go on and on about that band. I know their history front to back, and I know a lot of little, uh, just little trivial pieces that some people may not be aware of, unless you're a fucking diehard. So in order to prevent me from doing that, I'm going to let Dustin talk about this guy. All right, the band is Franz Ferdinand, so most of the alternative music that I'm going to be playing is probably like late 80s, 90s, but... I heard this one a couple weeks ago, and it kind of falls in that category, the kind of alternative, but it's a little bit newer. The band is Franz Ferdinand that formed in Glasgow way back in 2002. Early release, their self-titled release that came out February 9th of 2004, featured a track, Take Me Out. Every time I hear that song, I think, man, this is a cool song to listen to. I enjoy it. Are you familiar with this one? Nope. Okay, maybe you will when you hear it. Exactly. It, it, they play it like you, you go to wherever that plays music, like the grocery store, the whatever store, the war, you know, that's uh, playing so the, the music. Overhead music. Yes. Every time I hear it, I enjoy it. So I thought, you know what? It's an alternative track. It's kind of that the end, you know, new alternative or post alternative, whatever the fuck they're going to call that shit. But it kind of fits. I like it. Here we go. It's Franz Ferdinand. We're going to wrap up the show. The track's called Take Me Out.
Yeah, I may have heard it a few times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that guitar melody kicked in, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You know this one. Yep. I think yep. most people probably do. And it's one of those that, you know, I never sought out to hear more from Franz Ferdinand. Uh, I might be familiar with some of those songs. I don't know. But every time this one comes on, you know, when you hear that radio, you just the same stuff we were talking about in uh, wherever it is, the restaurant, the store, the wherever, and it's typically the music that we're not going to listen to, and most of it just sucks, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yep. why do they listen to this fucking garbage? But then, you know, you get some tracks, including this one. This one comes on, it's like, cool, I like this one, I can go with this one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just want to point it out. It, it's cool. I think they did a good job. Uh, it's catchy. Uh, again, it's maybe it's post-alternative. They're really not in that alternative sense that uh, I've been playing and will continue to play. But I liked it, came across it, and thought, I'm going to put it on there. I enjoy it. And I'm going to put it out there that maybe, you know, maybe other people will. Maybe they're uh, unaware of who Franz Ferdinand is and the song Take Me Out off of their self-titled album. <laughs> now Eric knows. He might yep. forget by the next time he hears this song, but well, I remember the I'll remember the name of the artist. I'll remember Franz Ferdinand, but <laughs> I, I've already forgotten the title. <laughs> take me out, take me out. <laughs> I'll take you out, bitch. <laughs> All right, that is the show. Again, thank you to Tyler and Spencer. If you're going to be in Salt Lake uh, for General Conference, I suggest you move over and go to General Violence Conference. Yeah. That's on Saturday anyway. And conferences on Sunday, so I mean, it kind of lines up. You could do both, <laughs> and if you just want to come to town and support all these cool bands that are going to come play, we'll be here on April 29th. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> a follower a follower lost is a pariah gained. <laughs> uh, those guys are awesome. Definitely get out and support people that do stuff like that. It, it gives opportunity for me, for Eric, for you, for everybody to go see festivals, to go see, uh, you know, not one, two, three, four bands, but to go spend a day with your friends, make new friends, go see new bands, go see the bands you enjoy. So get out there, support those bands. We're going to end the show now. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Player FM, Podvine, Verbal, and slcpunkcast.com. As you might tell, I've adjusted that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Deleted one, added another. Uh, those links are also updated on the website. Going to try to get rid of all the old stuff. Eric might get into uh, putting at least some past written reviews. So yeah. our written review page on the slcpunkcast.com is going to get a little overhaul and get some new stuff, new content added in there by way of Eric. Exactly. So, some of the... Uh, some of the music I talk about, I even have to pull up old articles to reference uh, some of the ideas I had originally had upon the first listen. So, and see if they still hold up. Right. So now I'll be able to, you'll be able to read them in all of their glory. Excellent. That'll be getting updated amongst many others. Uh, the bands on this show you can find on Instagram at Street Power BHC, at Single Ladies Leon at Mira Calls Band, at Spirit of Hamlet, at Drain831, at Bad.Year, at Rank and Vile Grind, at The underscore Foilies, at Franz underscore Ferdinand. I must have forgot it. ACDC's got to have one. I'm sure you can find ACDC. It's they ACDC probably have official. Like, like 25 million or some uh, outrageous number. So if oh, you're yeah. going to follow them, you're probably already following plenty them. Of, uh, plenty of fan pages, plenty <laughs> of all these... Uh, yeah, hashtag ACDC this and 
Probably a whole page dedicated to ACDC's Back in Black album. I'm gu- I guarantee it's out there. It's there. Go check it out, I'm sure. It's like, why well, need to follow? It's uh, They're omnipresent. <laughs> <laughs> the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on my personal Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. No solicitors, please. No <laughs> solicitors. I know what you're all about. I've been getting all these followers that are like... Uh, DM me for my hot nudes or <laughs> check it or message me for, uh, you know, for my links. I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah, I'm not following you back. <laughs> hey, real quick, I don't want to interrupt, but like weekly, if not two to three times a week, I get hit up on SLC Punkcast or Punkanoi Worldwide as, and maybe they mean you, so I don't want to say it's just me, but uh, be a good representative for goth jewelry. I think it's always goth jewelry. Oh. God, I get those all the time on all my Instagram pages. I was going to say, if you want, I will forward those to you. I don't know that I am the guy for sporting and helping out a brand of goth jewelry. I don't wear a lot of jewelry in general. I don't wear anything. I wear my wedding ring is latex at this point. It's a latex ring because my knuckle's too big to fit my actual <laughs> wedding, original wedding ring, and I have no other jewelry. So I'm not a jewelry guy in general. Not that I'm implying you are, but just I didn't want you to, yeah, to pass on really. the opportunity for you. I mean, I used to wear, <laughs> I used to have a little chain link bracelet. I had a couple of bracelets, but one of them got torn off when I had to go under for surgery. You know, they had to take off all clothing. Right. Yeah, I lost a pair of cargo shorts. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> At least I wasn't wearing any band shirts. So that was a good that was a good thing, uh, but yeah, I get those I get those solicitors in my in my messages all the time, and I'm always like, okay, report, block, delete, so many times. It's all the same shit. I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not trying to be part of your fucking pyramid scheme. Hey, <laughs> anyway, you can find my bands on Instagram, anonymous and apathetics at anonymous underscore band official and. The at the apathetics.slc. Find us on Facebook, respectively, at anonymous slc and at the apathetics.com. And you can find us on Bandcamp at anonymous slc and the apathetics.bandcamp.com. We are both currently working on new material. Uh, apathetics is most likely going to get released first, so keep your eye open for that. But Anonymous is finally, after almost three years, releasing two new songs. Two new songs, and they aren't repeats from the demo. That Those will be coming s- soon-ish, sometime in this century. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my other podcast, Lead Melodies, you can follow it on uh, Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast, and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. You can stream the episodes on anchor.fm or on Spotify as well. And you can also check out the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook. I run that, and I post a ton of flyers and uh, new merch when I can. So, yeah, that's about it. Excellent. Well, the bands are found over on Facebook at uh, Single Ladies, and that's in French this time. So it's at S-I-N-G-U-E-U-L-E, Ladies. That, that's where you'll find Single Ladies from Lyon. On Facebook, at Miracles, at Spirit of Hamlet, at Drain831, at Bad Year MKE, at Choke187, at Rankin Vile, at General Violence Conference, at Aces High Saloon underscore SLC, 
at the Foilies, and that's T H A Foilies, at Cancer Christ underscore official, at ACDC, and at official Franz Ferdinand shows at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for listening all the way up to this point. Thank you to all bands that share their music. Like I say, I will get to it. I went to the dentist for the first time in three years today. Oh, wow. How'd that go? Well, I mean, the teeth looked fine, but now I got to go through uh, some gum cleaning. So, yeah, that sucks. Uh, uh, Guys, see your dentist regularly, I guess. (laughs) And don't forget to floss. Yeah, don't forget to floss. That's why my gums are fucked up right now. (laughs) Maybe I just always wanted to be Bleeding Gums Murphy. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Brush your teeth, kids. (laughs) Fucking outro.